On the Choose to Think podcast, I will encourage and empower you to engage and optimize your best thought life in practical, meaningful ways so that you can live day by day in joy, peace, and God's purpose despite all externals. This is Victoria, and welcome back to the Choose to Think podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, hey, Brain Changer. By the grace of God, we have made it to the end of the year. This is the final episode of the Choose to Think Inspirational Podcast, and I could not thank you enough for your support over these last two years. Today, we drop episode 138, and our focus today is on Psalm 33. It is such a wonderful psalm that's subtitled, Praise to the Creator and Protector, and I just couldn't wait to dig into it with you. Apparently, it was penned on the pardon of David's adultery, but I'd like to focus on two particular themes in this psalm that fit so perfectly with the intent of this podcast. One, to take note of our thoughts, indeed, even the power of the words we speak. And number two, second to that, I'd like to camp out a bit on the notion of hope with which David concludes this song. We deal a lot on the show with mindsets, and hope, to me, is a mindset. It's like that outer cloak or garment, if you will, that you can put on and choose to wear each and every day. And as I said, we're ending out this year. Some of you might say that 2020 has kicked your hiney. I get it. Maybe you've limped your way through this year, and you are so ready for a new and fresh start. You may have experienced illness or death in your family, perhaps divorce or estrangement from your loved ones. Maybe you lost your job or you've moved across the states. Your life feels like it's kind of in turmoil and chaotic and you are ready to say so long to 2021. But for others of you, it you could be saying, hey, that's been my best year ever. Maybe you advanced in your job, you have health and wholeness in your family, you've grown spiritually in your relationship with the Lord, and you've really begun to take better care of yourself physically. You're walking out that fit and fab kind of lifestyle that you've always dreamt of. Well, Psalm 33 starts with a call to sing a new song to the Lord, to praise Him and shout for joy, to give thanks to God. And maybe that's where you are. You're like, I'm ready. Let's go. I'm ready to sing out the old and ring in the new. I couldn't wait to read Psalm 33 to you. It is so filled with hope and affirmation of who God is. And it's just the best psalm to end out this year's podcast show. You may be encouraged to know that the plans of the Lord are firm. Think about all your plans and what you've got going in your life right now. Doesn't it give you some sense of security to know that the plans of the Lord are firm? That He is your solid ground? He is the rock on which you stand? You don't trust in your own ways, your own plans, your own strategies and four-part plans for success. No, you don't even trust in your New Year's resolutions and goals. Nope. You commit your way to God and you trust that He will take up the slack and do all the heavy lifting there. You trust in God and His plans. And you're going to hear that echo in the psalm as I read it. And 
When you are trusting in God and his plans, you'll find confidence, security, and boldness to simply stand. And when all else fails, though the battle wages, you simply stand. So we're going to look at both these aspects that I mentioned a moment ago in the psalm. Number one, the power of our thoughts and indeed our words. And number two, the mindset of hope. First, I love that God spoke the world into existence. The words we speak, yes, you're listening to Rico. So let me grab him. Hold. Okay, I have this little guy in my arms now. I'm just hugging on him and scratching his neck. But anyway, I love that God spoke the world into existence. Just think about that. The words we think we, I'm sorry, the words we speak are made of thoughts. And thoughts take up mental real estate. They hold mental real estate in our brains. That's a Caroline Leaf saying for you. They are chemicals, hormones, and protein structures that light up on a brain scan. I thought that was positively delightful to learn. The first time I heard that, I'm like, what? Our thoughts really are something substantial? Yes, they're important. And it's no wonder that God tells us to take our thoughts captive and to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. He already knew about neuroplasticity. He created our brains. Well, my question to you, especially if you if you're ready to start over, to start fresh, and to take a new run at life in this coming year, what are you speaking these days? What are you saying? Are you speaking life or death over your loved ones and over yourself? Are you speaking life and death over your sticky situations in life or over your neighbors or over your job? What are you saying? What are you thinking about these particular things? I went through, I'd like to run through a list of the Proverbs, several verses from Proverbs in the Old Testament that really talk about the power that's in our tongue. And remember, the words we say are made up of our thoughts. So listen to these. It says, Evil words destroy one's friends. Wise discernment rescues the godly. It is foolish to belittle a neighbor. A person with good sense remains silent. Yeah, it's better not to say anything, though you've thought it, right? A gentle answer turns away wrath, but hard words stir up anger. Gentle words bring life and health. A deceitful tongue crushes the spirit. Kind words are like honey, sweet to the soul and healthy for the body. A person's words can be life-giving water. Words of true wisdom are as refreshing as a bubbling brook. Words satisfy the soul as food satisfies the stomach. The right words on a person's lips bring satisfaction. Wise speech is rarer and more valuable than gold and rubies. And like I said a moment ago, the tongue has the power of life and death. And when I think about God speaking the the world into existence. I think about the power that's there. I think about the power that we have and how we can speak something that's not existent into existence. And that's an amazing thought to me. And some of those verses that kind of support that would be this one from Mark eleven twenty three that where Jesus was saying, truly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be taken up and thrown into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that what he says will come to pass, it will be done for him. Or how about this one from Matthew 21, 22, that says, and whatever you ask in prayer, you will receive if you have faith. There's this element of speaking out or praying out aloud when we put our thoughts to words that 
They become so powerful. So as we're approaching this new year, let's be mindful of our thoughts. Let's be mindful of the words that we speak about our scenarios and about God and who he is and what he says about us and what he says about our scenarios. It's just so important. And you're going to hear a little bit of just how important that is when I read this psalm. With God's help today, right now, and for the breadth and width of 2022, let's you and I purpose to think thoughts that are in alignment with God's truth and to say words to others and to ourselves that bring life, hope, health, freedom, and truth to all who hear them. Remember, be kind to yourself ask yourself, do I say things to myself that I would say to a friend? And if the answer is no, I would never say that to a friend, then stop saying those things to yourself. Okay. And the second aspect or theme here is this psalm brings us this idea, this mindset of hope. Hope means to wait, to expect, to tarry, and even to languish as you wait. So raise your hand if you've ever been waiting for God to answer or waiting for his answer or hoping in a certain outcome and you're getting a little you're languishing you're getting tired or exhausted as you wait I know what that's like and but during that time especially when we're getting discouraged as we wait perhaps one of the most important things we can do is to examine the object of your hope and my hope what is the object of our hope as humans, we have a tendency to hope in results or outcomes over which we may have very little control. And here are some examples. We hope to land that coveted job that we've been working so hard for. We hope in our own abilities and capabilities. We think, hey, if I work a little harder, then I will get that new position. And we engage in these thoughts around our relationships. You might be saying things like, hey, if I say just the right things to her, or and even if I speak life to her, then she will understand. Then she will love me. Then she will see how much she means to me. I hope that she will speak to me now. In other words, you're hoping in all these outcomes that you've imagined. And they may be godly outcomes, but they're still... Mm, we better be careful there. I did that for years. I hoped in godly outcome and it never came to be. And who was I mad with? I was mad with God, right? So we have to be careful. We have to examine the object of our hope. If you're saying things in your relationships like, I hope they will love me and accept me now. In all of these cases, the object of our hope may be our own answer to prayer, our own solution, our own remedy, have you ever done that? Have you ever come up with the solution, the remedy, and the answer to the prayer that you're praying? And it's what you've designed, and you kind of leave God out of the picture other than just asking him about it? I have a gazillion times, but I'm learning to examine the object of my hope. And we may even ask God to intervene, but nevertheless, we're still clinging to our own devices, our own remedies, and what we see as the best case scenarios and answers and solutions and outcomes. And in my case, I learned the hard way that when I hope in those types of things, sometimes I get waylaid and then I get emotionally distraught because they don't come true. So the psalmist here sings a different tune. He says that those types of of objects of our hope are really horses. 
Yeah, I said horses. Yes, I live in Kentucky, and that's what I'm talking about. You know, the animal that is beautiful, horses. Horses are considered mighty warlike creatures, strong and agile. The more horses, the better the army. And if you can get some of those Egyptian horses, oh my, your army will certainly be victorious. In other words, our own answers to our life's problems, what we hope to be the results, may just be horses. And let's not make horses the objects of our hope. Verse 17 of the psalm that I'm going to read here shortly is, says this, A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. Okay, so that's fine, well and good, but what do we hope in? Well, the last four verses of the psalm tell us that we wait and hope for the Lord, we hope in His unfailing love, and we trust in His holy name. They kind of reiterate those keys. So again, we hope in the Lord, His name, and His love. Let me say that again. We hope in the Lord, we hope in His name, and we hope in His love. Those are not horses. That is lock, stock, and barrel what should be and could be the object of our hope as we enter this new year, 2022, come what may. In other words, we're going to release all the results and outcomes, all the happily ever afters that we've devised. We surrender to the God of all hope. We rehearse his holy name and we celebrate his love. Do you know the names of God and what aspects of his character they reveal? He is Jehovah Jireh, your provider. He is Jehovah Nisi, a banner over you of love. He is Jehovah Sidkenu, your righteousness. He is Jehovah Rapha, your healer. Jehovah Shalom, your peace. And this is only to name a few. These are not horses. They are the in- integral components to the very character and nature of God Almighty, our Savior and Lord. Hoping in God's love. This is putting our hope in a love that he poured out on mankind by giving his one and only son that whoever might believe in him would never die, but rather would have eternal life. Hoping in his love is a love that dropped from heaven and met us in our lowliness. He declared his love by taking the fault of humankind fully upon his guiltless and unblemished pure self and body and soul so that we could have the victory. So as we close out this year and come face to face with the new year, are you willing to become more mindful of the thoughts you engage and the words those thoughts produce? And are you willing to wait for the Lord in all scenarios, even when it's tough, even when it's hard, and to put your full hope in his unfailing love and in his holy name? Okay, yeah, me too. I'm if you're in, I'm in. So, let's now listen to Psalm 33. Psalm 33, the NIV version. Sing joyfully to the Lord, you righteous. It is fitting for the upright to praise him. Praise the Lord with the harp. Make music to him on the ten-stringed lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully and shout for joy. For the word of the Lord is right and true. He is faithful in all he does. The Lord loves righteousness and justice. The earth is full of his unfailing love. By the word of the Lord, the heavens were made their starry host by the breath of his mouth. 
He gathers the waters of the sea into jars. He puts the deep into storehouses. Let all the earth fear the Lord. Let all the people of the world revere him. For he spoke and it came to be. He commanded and it stood firm. The Lord foils the plans of the nations. He thwarts the purposes of the peoples. But the plans of the Lord stand firm forever. The purposes of his heart through all generations. Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people he chose for his inheritance. From heaven, the Lord looks down and sees all mankind. From his dwelling place, he watches all who live on earth. He who forms the hearts of all, who considers everything they do. No king is saved by the size of his army. No warrior escapes by his great strength. A horse is a vain hope for deliverance. Despite all its great strength, it cannot save. But the eyes of the Lord are on those who fear him, on those whose hope is in his unfailing love, to deliver them from death and keep them alive in famine. We wait in hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. In him our hearts rejoice, for we trust in his holy name. May your unfailing love be with us, Lord, even as we put our hope in you. And this is the word of the Lord. Before we pray, please don't delay in getting your copy of the Choose to Think devotional. This 365-day devotional called Choose to Think, Find Peace, Joy, Hope, Health, and Freedom every day is now available on Amazon. And I'm going to put all the links in the show notes as well as in the Amazon, I'm sorry, the YouTube description if you're listening here on YouTube. And listen, this devotional will help you put your best thought forward every single day and will give you the tools for exercising the mind of Christ, which you've been given. Also, you know that I'm a certified life coach. And if you're interested in a free 60-minute thought strategy session, I'm your gal. Let's take Take a look at any sticky area in your life and see if we can isolate some stinking thinking and get you turned around. Just email choose to think at gmail.com. That's choose to with the number two, choose to think at gmail.com or visit my website at choose to think.co. Yep, that's dot co and that's with the number two, choose to think.co. Also, if you're listening to the podcast, please post a review there for me. I would love it. A review, a like, a share, a, a link, and subscribe. All of that will really help our channel and our show to grow. So Happy New Year and thank you again for all your support. Now let's pray. Father in heaven, you are the God of hope. Encourage each listener to put all their trust in you and you alone. Give them the courage and boldness they need to face the new year knowing that you will do the heavy lifting. Impress on their hearts and minds the value of learning to take their thoughts captive. May we all speak life, seek your face, and declare your truths. Thank you, Jesus, for your great sacrifice, your life, so that we might really live as we walk this earth. 
And Father, I commit to you everything I do for this ministry. May the Choose to Think inspirational podcast be yours. May the devotional be yours and yours alone. And may you and you alone be glorified in all the things that I do. In Jesus' name, amen. It's a wrap, Brain Changer. And until next time, Dios primero y que Dios te bendiga. Chao.